alive. You really struggle with being on a Mac keyboard. Is that how we're going to introduce? <laughs> I don't this know. Like, did we get the five-minute warning or not? Nope. Okay, so yeah, so all of our listeners out there, I was basically just saying that I struggle with being on a Mac keyboard and then moving to a, to a Windows keyboard and then not being able to type as quick. That's what I was going to say. See, I can type. I can. I mean, no one cares. Introduce us. I said that because she was blatantly about to pour me in, weren't you? No, no. I could no, talk I really well on Mac and PC. Keyboard. No, I was going to talk about my custom keyboard. I was just saying I, oh. I type better on my custom keyboard than I do on my Mac, which never used to be the case. But since I've got this custom keyboard, like I can type rapid. Like oh, 120, yeah. words, 120 words per minute is my record now. I rescind my uh, misdirected anger at your very, Good. very neutral comment. Good. It was a neutral comment, you dick. I apologise. I'm just used to you being nasty to me, bro. That's all it is. What? That, that makes me that sound like what? a horrible person. That was so person. inconvincing, bro. Unconvincing. What? I can't even do it. I genuinely sounds like a horrible person. It's the like heat, a horrible bro. Person. It's the heat, bro. You're a lovely person. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anyway. Uh, hello, friends. <laughs> Welcome. I forgot what we were doing for a second. It really is the heat really is the heat it's eight o'clock at night and it's 28 degrees celsius i don't know what you let me find out what that is in fahrenheit 28 c to fahrenheit it's 82 degrees fahrenheit right now and it's going up to 34 degrees celsius in the uk which is unheard of anyway um yeah it's insanely hot at the moment so hello friends welcome back to another episode of the gigabytes i'm your host Coos. joining me tonight is Ben. Yo. And John Dog. What up, my boys? So, and girls. Uh, and everyone in between. So, ladies and gents, and friends of the listeners of the podcasts of the Hello, my name's Kiss. Um, tonight's episode, um, it's a little bit morbid, but, we, you know, no one really likes to talk about dying. Um, we're going to be talking about what we'd like to do before we die. Um, you know, we've run out of continues. We've got no lives left. Uh, um, so... <laughs> Hang so, on, uh, can, can we pause there for two secs? How, I mean, how good would it be if you could get a continue? Oh, wow. Now, I you, mean, yeah, no one would be scared of dying, though. If, if you could get a safe... A free pass. No, save point in the past... This sounds like another another uh, conversation yeah. topic, but yeah. ju just out what, of interest, what, just out yeah, of interest. Yeah. What features in a video game would you like to see in the real in the real world? That's got to go on a, on a Trello board. But just out of interest, yeah. if you could go back to a save point in the past, would you? I won't ask why. We'll make it another conversation. But would yeah. you? Just out I'd, of interest. I'd go back to when I was in the race and I'd lose it. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's so fucking cryptic. Figure it out. <laughs> You go back to when you was in the race and you'd lose it. Yep. Wouldn't be born. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, you dickhead. <laughs> that was quite dark. Well, you know, at this point with the weather, how it's been, <laughs> I, I don't want right. to be here. So fuck that. Would you actually go back? You haven't got to say a wilder, so I'm just interested. Yeah, 100%. Johnny, would you? So much I'd do differently. Yeah, of course, brother. Interesting. Really interesting. I'd have never, never, never have been. I would never have been a smoker. 
I would never have started oh, yeah. smoking Fuck it before. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not a smoker anymore, but, like, I was for a long time. Would oh, yeah. not made that decision. I would do exactly the same. I would also go back, but I would like to be in the same place I am now. Um, I would only do it with that condition. But um, there's, there's a Fair lot... Point. A lot that I would have done differently. Fuck yeah, you know. me too. I, w I wouldn't have started smoking either. I would have, I would have continued to play basketball at, uh, at fucking high school. That's what I should have done. But not even now. I would have, would have been fitter than I am now. That's you why know they what call I mean? you mowing, mowing curry. Mowing curry. But bro, you get me on that court and you know that's the fucking truth. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Except I'm gonna oh, allegedly. I'm let's gonna body let's not go back court. down this road because I can, hear, <laughs> yeah, I can okay. hear Johnny getting his boxing gloves on already. <laughs> yes, to, uh, to cycle back to what our original topic is, was going to be and is going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about what things we would like to do before we die. Um, bucket list, so to speak, or the most commonly known uh, way of describing what you'd like to do before you die. You say. It's on my bucket list. I want to do this before I kick the bucket. Hence, bucket. Um, so, I mean, who wants to kick this off? No pun intended. Um, I mean, I've got quite a few. Uh, but if anyone else has... I mean, just, someone please feel free to cut me off. Just quickly, <laughs> uh, we, we've got um, someone in the chat. That is, uh, oh, that, that, I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, I know who it is as well. Um, they, they would max out their RuneScape account. I mean, that is a pretty ambitious goal. And to do that is massively commendable. Do you know? A lot of time for that. The, the, the one thing I wanted to max out on RuneScape back in the day was my smithing and mowing him. Because it was just so difficult to fucking get up back then. Um, obviously, I didn't know about um, merchanting. So it probably wouldn't be that difficult if you knew how to make money. But when you was literally just fucking mining and then smithing all yeah. my days, the struggle was real, man. For sure. So is oh, that I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> is that I'll one go of first. Your yeah, yeah, I'll go first. So um what would I do what was no what's on my bucket list? So I I would like to fucking make an album. Um I've I've been a musician for fifteen years. Um, the fact I haven't made an album yet probably shows you how good I am. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I would genuinely love to like um, to make an album, not make a full a full on eighteen, nineteen track album. Stick a load of features on there. Tracks. Yeah, I'm talking like you know good the the Eminem show or D12, those kind of album lengths. Um, I, I I would definitely like to make an album. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff that I'm not going to say because the only reason why I haven't done it yet is mainly because of my anxiety which I plan to change in the very near future so I won't I won't include any of that um, because it's going to sound like well I should probably I should probably go do that anyway um, right I has this got to be realistic or can it be anything well, it's something that you want to do before you die. So realistic, I suppose. I mean, you couldn't say, "I want to become," uh, "I want," "I want to go into the world of Pokemon and like catch a real life Pikachu oh. and shit like that." Like, it's oh. got to be real. Like, you've got to be, you got to, you've got to want to do it, and it's got to be okay. doable. This could be realistic. If I somehow became a billionaire, I would make a submarine that I could a, fucking wait a what? 
a, a submarine. There you go. Um, you're always on my ass, bro. bro you get paid for this. Is someone paying you for this shit? Like, bro, would you rather go through the rest of your life saying submarine? I could have said it by mistake on purpose. But did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I said My something. Exactly. I'm just trying to help you out, bro. I said something else weird the other night, and the missus corrected me. I can't think what it was, though. It was another. You, oh, n- the, another other, word. the other week you said Skellington. <laughs> no, I fucking didn't. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> Do you know what it is? You know what it is, Rob? Listen, let me just put it out there for the people. I've just got a country ass accent, man. You know, like if you listen to people from like Mississippi and Louisiana and they kind of blend the words and they sound really cool, that's just me. Like, obviously, I meant Skellington, but like, I got Skellington, man. You know what I mean? So it's all fucking good, man. That, that, that's just what I do. Wait, what? Obviously, you meant Skellington. No. What? Skellington. No, hang that's on. Not, Shut up. That's not the right the way. way I, this is probably my fucking. The aspects of my black country upbringing. I would say, I would say Skellington. Yeah, but you know that's wrong, right? Yeah, but but that is what it is in my mind, like Skellington. Yeah, but that's the wrong, <laughs> wrong word. No, but that's just how I say shit, man. Like, um, it doesn't make it right. All right, and so if you speak to a person <laughs> with a full-on black country accent, they're like, "Yeah, more old time, you know, how am ya? Would you be like, mm, yeah, that's, "Oh, that's, that's dialect. okay." That's not, that's it's not dialect. knowing that a word is wrong. Yeah, but skeleton is just how I fucking speak. How would you manage to say it then out of interest? Skeleton. Skeleton. That's the word. There's no N or G in it. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it either. <laughs> Skellington is what I literally put that fucking word on. That's oh, not it, dude. How it's do I have a job? Who used that fucking word anyway, man? Come on. But... Um, doctors. Okay. Are there any others in here, doctors? Yep. Uh, yeah, fuck off. Doctor of your ways. <laughs> um, I definitely, I definitely, I think it was free. It was, it's free. That's what she was pulling me up on, Mrs. Free. Because I always say F-R-E-E and yeah, T-H-R are both exactly the same, free. Like, to go free feels really weird. So, maybe you've always fucking been picking on me. Feel like Bro, the pa- I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah, of course you are. Of course you fucking are. You know what your intents are. But anyway. No, dude. I just don't want you to be having a conversation with someone and then you say, like... Dialect. There were three skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> they turn around and they're like, I'm sorry, what did you just try and say to me? Yeah, just fucking... It is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, it's dialect. It's not. I'm not saying things wrong. It's dialect. Okay. I never, I, I never forget. Okay. You know, I was fucking. I shouldn't have brought that word up. I was doing DV, like the uh, the silver one, I think it was, and like, mm. I, like when when I left school and I could get onto a computer, like I'm actually intelligent as fuck. No one get it twisted. Like I can, I can type really well. I can read really well, but I can't spell. I'm so bad at spelling, not like grammarly. No, do you know what? I'm not that bad anymore because I've had to fucking learn since I've come away from school. But when I used, when I used to have to write things down, it just went fucking south real quick and mm. my friend was reading my little notebook for for uh dv and i've written there like what route i was gonna take <laughs> i'd written it as in like fucking tree roots man <laughs> <laughs> and i was not like, 16 bro i nice. weren't even like fucking nine or and he just started ripping into me as well man well wow. um, but yeah man so nah i've ne- spelling me and spelling have just never got on uh reading completely far in I used to read above my reading level when I was a kid. 
I used to do fucking yeah. book reviews for articles when it was around um, in middle school. He used to give me books that weren't out yet, and I'd fucking read like the um, the drafts and stuff, and not like, put my little reviews. Couldn't couldn't handwrite my reviews though, because no one could fucking read them. So my mum had to do that for me. Um, and yeah, I can just imagine you pacing back and forth through the kitchen. <laughs> I believe that Shelley was. <laughs> A formidable character. Bro. She had excellent taste in, and was truly distinguished, yet showed mercy to Quinton. I don't know. Any skeleton. Did you, um... <laughs> did, did you, you ever... got the word right, then. <laughs> did you ever go into, um, Articles when you was a kid? In town? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's even there. I think it became Waterstones. It's not there anymore. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. you might... it's just like a... Shop. Anyway, go. You might have walked past one of my reviews, my little review cards, because I, I, re- I, bro, one of the best books, and this is kind of ties into what we're talking about tonight. One of the best books I read, and I read a lot of good ones, was a book called Elsewhere, and it was about a young girl who got hit by a car at the start and died. And that's not a spoiler, like it's the it's the fucking plot in the, the very start. And she's like like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, something like that. And she goes to the next place, but then when you get to the next place, you grow down and become a baby. And then when you become a baby, you're reborn into the real world again with a different family, and it just cycles. It's an absolutely oh, okay. amazing book. I really enjoyed that. That was one of the best books that I um, I pre-read before it got released and reviewed. I probably still got manuscripts somewhere, you know, because some of them used to come literally in a binder on on A4 That's paper. Sick. So it was good, but anyway, it's very cool. We, yes, we, back to the topic. We diverse. So if I became like a millionaire somehow, I would love to um, get a um, submarine <laughs> dialect together. I'd say just three uh, submarines <laughs> with a bunch of skeletons in it. Um, you're gonna hear me sip water throughout all this. So I do apologise, listeners, but it's too fucking up to tonight. Um, yep. So yeah, I would I would get a submarine. Um, and I would install things in it where it could low it up like 200 feet around it without hurting the wildlife. And I'll just I'll, I'll put that to the fucking um, what's the deepest part of the ocean called? The something trench. The bed. Now the trench. The oh. um, I should know that. I should really know that. Fuck's sake. It's it's where fucking um if you seen the, if any of you two have seen the film Meg Mar- you mean the Mariana Mar- Trench yeah Mariana Trench that's it um I, I would fucking take it roll it down there I'd have some real fun with that that's li- literally I'm not even gassing if I had the money I would fucking do that I would also send it to where o- where Team X or Ocean X went um I believe it's the uh, the Black Sea um they think they found a, a crash spaceship um. <sighs> Okay. There's a whole whole fucking little mini series about that on YouTube, um, but and, and when they get when they dive towards it and stuff, all the equipment starts to fuck up and shit, and then they went back to try and dive down to it, and the uh, the, the 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 fucking navy turned up and was following them. <laughs> oh my so, god! But yeah, I'd do that. And one last thing, what would I do, what what would I do on my bucket list? I would absolutely love. To finish that sentence. To go to Egypt and see the pyramids. Interesting. I would love to do that. And actually go in them. Okay. Like, I don't okay. do well in the heat like right now. I don't know how I'd feel about being in the heat and then going into fucking the pyramids. Yeah. But I think that would fucking send me over the edge a little bit. But I really would love to go and uh, just see the pyramids, man. And uh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, last one. I'd love to go to Area 51. Who knows? Who knows? You never know. Right, I want to hear from Johnny now because me and you have spoke for like 15 minutes straight. We have. Uh, so, Johnny, give us a few things on your bucket list. Um. Like, no. there's, well, I, I want to be able to uh, have the bollocks to jump out of a plane. Uh, Fuck and that. And fully skydive. Would you do it? That is heavy. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it. Like, like right now, like I'm not really that bothered. Um, cause I'm not a big, I'm not, I'm just not the biggest fan of heights at all. I would possibly do that just to say I've done it. Let um, me rephrase my question: If you won that in a competition, would you do it? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I, uh, well, it's funny that you say that, because Johnny... <laughs> he's, he's the winner. You are, you are the winner of our skydiving competition. Your tickets will be in the mail shortly. Congratulations. We'll see you in the plane. I would do it. Like, the thing is, right, once you've jumped, once you've took that initial first step out of the plane, what can you do? Ah, oh, nothing. You no, either fall. choose to open up your parachute and survive, or... You choose to die. Yep. So you open up a parachute and you're sweet. All right. Another quick question on this: um, Would you two swim with sharks if you won a competition? Just because it's like the opposite yep. in it of jumping out a plane. Um, my, my, my sister's done this, but but in Australia. Um, Every in my life. But I mean, great while it's been in the tank. Yeah, I'd or love cage. to. I'd absolutely love to. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Oh, Seriously? Yeah, bro, like, fucking, I was watching a Joe You're Rogan. You're in a cage. Nah, I was, I've watched a video of one going into a cage. The goal got out as well. Um, but oh my God. I watched a Joe Rogan podcast, and he was like, when you go into the water, we are just, when we really are not built to, to be in there. Um, in the sense of, you know, we can swim and stuff, but you're dealing with a super predator. Yeah. In, in, do you know what I mean? In the ocean. Uh, I, I agree with you, Johnny. If I won... I would like to go out on a boat and look at them over the boat, but you wouldn't get me in a fucking cage going down there. Fuck no. Interesting. Well, okay. well before you carry on, Johnny, why would you not want to do that? Because I heard you say no way, but just out of interest. One, they will kill you. And, you know, they will kill you. Valid point. <laughs> uh, don't fuck around in a body of water like that. If any bodies of water, you should fuck around in a swimming pools, baths, and showers. Yeah. Why are you going into a body of water where you know it's owned by the great white shark? Yeah. Don't, don't, just don't even think about it. It's like it's the no-brainer for me that I, I'm not even taking the risk. Um. Oh. I'm not scared of sharks or anything, but it's more of the fact that I just don't want to die, I mean, especially in the ocean. Another question then before Johnny moves on. Would you two, let's say you're in the middle of the ocean, but no, not, that's a bit extreme. You're, you're really far out in the ocean um, and the boat stops and you, you all have the opportunity to jump out and have a quick swim. Would you do that? Because I, I definitely fucking wouldn't do that. Absolutely not. If it's unsupervised, no, no way. Why? See, in a cage, I'm all right. No. What's the worst they can, they can bite the cage? They'll stop pulling me up then. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. But if I'm just 
jumping into the sea for the sake of getting wet. I'm going to rephrase that. Jumping into the sea for the sake of going for a swim. Then no. God, no. Johnny? So I've been to, um, years ago, like seven, eight years ago, I went to Thailand and we took a boat trip out to these different islands. And one of them was just, um, like on the way to an island, there was this kind of, I don't know what it's called now. Um, there wasn't actually a beach there, but you could, the boat would stop and there'd be like probably six or seven boats around and you could all literally just jump off the boat and into the water that was obviously in the middle of the sea but it was it wasn't choppy like the sea it was completely peaceful um it was in like a little cove in the uh in, in the mountain i suppose not inside it was completely obviously open open air and everything like that in, it was the sea but it was more secluded if that makes sense so you could like put like you could snorkel for example and you'd just see a load of tropical fish, but there was no chance you're going to meet a shark there. But I wouldn't do it if it was, you know, just somewhere out in, you know, far into the ocean, just in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Never. Yeah, that is a bit <clears throat> wild. All right, Johnny, have you got anything else on your bucket list? Um, yeah, I, I've wanted to do this for a long time. I just don't know what I want it to be on right now. I want to make and create a documentary. Ooh. Okay. Um, like a proper, like, <clears throat> again, it's hard to think because I don't know what it would be on. Um, but yeah, I really want to make a full-blown documentary. I, I'd like to do it on something sporty. I'd like to base it on somebody maybe or on a certain team. Um, yeah. Or maybe on like an individual that's like come from nothing to being something do you know what i mean like i, I don't know like i really would love to do that um mm, yeah that's I've, I've wanted to do that for such a long time man that would um, be awesome i don't think it like the, the hardest part for me would be actually like organizing it all because yeah. i know like a few videographers that have done some very high-end work um that mm. i know would be so down for that as well yeah. Um, but it's just coming up with the idea and you know all that sort of stuff but yeah, yeah. man budget as well yeah of course yeah yeah heavy undertaking but yeah what what an aspiration that is that's obviously badass dude I, just just unexpected as well like I wasn't expecting to you yeah, know man. that's a really sick like can, aspiration to have can I interrupt here for two seconds the if I say no are you going to anywhere oh yeah um, is it just just a little uh, update. The um, the Met Office have issued an amber warning for Sunday for extreme heat. Uh, oh. to fucking look forward to. Brilliant. God's sake, man. So, I, I, like I hate it. I, hate I, I, I need to get an air conditioning unit before Sunday. That is now the goal. Same, but I I can't. I don't think I could. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think I could. I could next week, but it could be too late by then. If anyone out there can hook us all up with a free air conditioning unit, please send us a message. But Johnny, going back to uh, what you were talking about, there's actually a weird market, you know, or, or a gap in the market, because I've started to see... Uh, th there's an amazing TV series that I recommend everybody watches. I've only seen the first season. Uh, it's called Last Chance You. 
and the first season is about a um, American high school uh, football team where people that could have been really good football players have fucked up and they end up there. Like, for an example, the one guy who was in a bar fight, he um, he got caught on CCTV and he got kicked out of his football team out of his university. So he ended up going to Mississippi, I believe it was in Mississippi, uh, to Last Chance U. And some of these players are phenomenal. And because it's college football, um, the the actual football team, they do really well. Like, I think they won, won, won the league. I could be wrong. But, at the moment, Johnny, there seems to be more and more like sports teams that are making like, like a documentary, the word, or like a series about those particular teams. I can really see Ryan Reynolds doing something with, um, is it Halifax he bought? Is it Halifax? Wrexham. Wrexham. Uh, well, fucking Halifax, what the fuck? But yeah, so um, Wrexham, I, I could see Ryan Reynolds doing something like that and like weirdly putting Wrexham on the map. So, you know, even if you were to do something not small, like cricket, in not, not small as in the sense of cricket's a smaller sport, I mean, like, you know, the, the, the local cricket scene, and you just made, like, a little mini 10-part series, that would probably do some traction, you know? Yeah, maybe. Like, I've got... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it wouldn't definitely wouldn't be cricket, but... Um... Yeah, man. Like, there's a guy that I follow online called um, Lawrence McKenna. Uh, he actually, um, like, he, he's got a podcast. Um, a guy called True Jordan. You might have heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of True Jordan. Um, he, I've spoken to him quite a few times. Um, first, funnily enough, started speaking to him about basketball when, because there's a last chance here about a basketball team as well. I don't know if you've seen that, but regardless, that's where I started talking to him. And he's recently just done a documentary. Um, Kusha might enjoy this. It's about the captain of Liverpool. Um, okay. So he's done like a massive, massive project himself. He's directed it all, interviewed players, um, and it, it's re- it's actually like it, it's incredible to see because like this guy, like Lawrence has got a following. Um, it's not like the hugest following in, out of like influencers and people online that I've ever met. However, it, what he does with his um, following is absolutely incredible. The work he does is absolutely phenomenal. Like genuinely, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen anybody direct anything as good as the stuff he's done. Um, whether that's just because it's my style of um, what's the word I'm thinking of. It's not my kind of content that I like to consume. I think that's probably what it is. But uh, yeah, he's done, as I said, he did something with the captain. It's called Captain of Liverpool FC, I think. Um, I'll I'll link it over to you later, Goose. But yeah, something like that would be pretty cool. Um, That is like a massive goal for me. But again, it's just having the budget and (laughs) finding what to do on. Is there anything else you'd do? Um, I want to write a book. <laughs> These are things that are a bit just boring, I suppose. But I, I really want to write a book, and would love that to be on like a bestsellers thing. I don't know if that's like a non-fiction book or a fiction. Book, I don't know, but yeah. There's um. Before we move over to Coos, have you got any more, Johnny? Or uh, no. 
Before, well, I've probably got the hundreds, but uh, those are the main ones, to be honest. It's just really interesting you say that because um, I've got a book in my mind already. I've got the title for it. I've got the whole... It's, it's not like a story. It's more of a... It's more of a, like a, a survival book. Um, and I've got every intention of writing that. I'm just waiting for the right time. If, if, it just, if that sounds really... If that makes any sense, like I'm... I'll know when the time's right to write that, but it's almost written in my head. So it's really interesting you say about writing a book because that's something that I've... I wouldn't even put it on my bucket list because I've got such a, an intention of doing that. Is um, it a survival book, like, as in... You've done no survival work, like Bear Grylls, like, where he fakes everything <laughs> and just pretends like he's... Do you know, that's so weird you say that, bro, because I, I watched the fucking uh, a reel today... And it was him talking about like some fucking lava bridge that had been built and how dangerous they are walking over them. And then yeah. there was this guy that literally somehow found the exact same place and he walked over it. And then where this big long fucking gap was, the camera moved to the left and he fucking ended. <laughs> and it was cars driving around. I was just like, what the fuck? But bro, Bear Grylls is still a fucking G, man. He's a twat, mate. <laughs> See, this is where we go back to unpopular opinions. <laughs> he drinks wee, mate. Like, what? What's good about him? He's a proper human. Like, just, so am I. He's just so are you. If it all so kicks, if it all kicks off, Bear, I'd want Bear Grylls on my team. Hundred percent. Have you got any spare wee? Have you got any wee I can drink? Do you know? You boys go and camp over there. I'm gonna go and camp over here. And he walks off and he goes. I'm telling you right now, yeah. two people that you need on any team to win. This was a card game. The two cards I'd have in my fucking deck are Bear Grylls and fucking Dwaltroot. And you are winning whatever you're coming up against. What about if you had to get, if you came against Conor McGregor and Tyson Fury? I, I think Dwaltroot could, could win that on his own somehow. He's a, resource, he's a very resourceful man. And a, mm. and a bit of a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, he'd, be carry, he'd be carrying that pepper spray. Yeah, because fucking uh, Conor McGregor and Tyson Fury would turn up ready to fight with fists and Dwight would just shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. even disrespectfully, like the guy, he brought a gun into the office. <laughs> you know what I'm fucking... Yeah. And then he fucking... He throwing stars <laughs> taped to his desk. And when it all went off and um, someone was attacked without um, putting a spoiler, Dwight was ready to go. The man was on it. Yeah. The man was fucking on it, man. Oh, my days. We could fall Very down true. the office rabbit hole. Coos, before we get to you, there's one more thing yeah. I wanted to say that I forgot to mention. I'd love to go and chase a tornado. That just popped into my head. That's a good one. I'd really like to do that. Bear brills. <laughs> Bear brills? Yep. Where's the joke? It's just a funny name. Oh, okay. It's coming uh, to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I think the main one, the main one for me is that I, I want to play at least one really big festival, um, mm. whether it be something like uh, Download um, or uh, what was, uh, Glastow or Hellfest or something, something that like where, you know, because a lot, of, I make a lot of different types of music. Recently started making um some sort of chip tune stuff um but my my love and drive is when i'm playing live 
Oh, that's a good rhyme. Didn't even plan that. Um, so, yeah, like one big festival. And just, just, you know, to hear people singing back your lyrics and just be like, wow, that is a moment that, you know, I would never forget that. And, uh, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is, is it, it, it's, it's possible, like, you know, been told by industry people that it's definitely doable. Um, and then yeah, I've got the, I've got the ability to do that. Uh, it's just, it's just about like getting those opportunities. Um, and it's a difficult, you know, it's a difficult industry to break into. So you never know, you never know, but that's, that's definitely one that I, that I want to do. Um, got two questions on that. Go on. First one is what, what genre, if you could pick any genre, would it be? Something, something like heavy, Some, not, not like, not like necessarily metal, but like something rock, like, you know. Even metal, yeah. Like I love, I'm a huge metal head for anyone who doesn't know. Um, but you know, just something with like guitars, drums, bass, vocals, maybe some synths and stuff. But like something live and heavy, and like actually live. You know, I'm not, I'm not just on stage with the mic singing to a backing track. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to do it properly. Um, oh, and, and then the second yeah, question, question that I had for you is if you could choose anyone in that genre to support you, who would it be? To support me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Living or living or dead? Or just, like... Yeah, well, no, it's got, it's got to be fucking... We're talking about oh, the title, yeah. Right, yeah, we're, we're away from the hypotheticals. This is the... Okay. Um, wow, that's a really difficult question. There's so many amazing bands that I'd probably want... See the thing is, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I wouldn't want to say an amazing band because they'd completely outshine me, and then I'd feel like really disappointed in myself. <laughs> um, although now, when I say an amazing band, it's going to make me sound like I think that they're bad. Uh, you know, energy-wise, um, and again, this isn't me saying they're a bad band because they are one of my favourites. Uh, energy-wise, I'd want someone like Enter Shikari. Yeah. Because um, to follow on from that, I mean, they will get the crowd absolutely at their peak of hype. Um, but then maybe like a band like Alter Bridge or Shine Down, because they're just emotional. Carnival, Polyphia, Tesseract. I don't know. There's there's a lot of bands that I would. That's a really difficult question to be honest. If it was like a metal festival someone like oh Metallica you know yeah imagine yeah. being supported by Metallica like that 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 would be a pivotal moment in musical history so yeah let's let's go with Metallica interesting uh so I got a few more a few more uh I want to develop a moderately I'm aiming low here but like a moderately successful video game, whether it means that I'm working on the audio, I actually develop it myself. Um, the ore, really, I will be happy with. And when I say moderately successful, I mean, it makes me a bit of money. You know what I mean? Not, not, I'm not talking triple A. I don't, I, you know, I'm not interested in being like, you know, next GTA or whatever, like, um, 
I say being, I, I'm not interested in making the next GTA, I should say, or working on. Um, I just want something that there is a fan base of, do you know what I mean? And people enjoy it. It makes me a bit of dollar, but like you get that kind of sort of recognition, like, yeah, that was a good game you, you made. Um, and then the other one is... Just before you go there, I just okay. wanted to say really quickly, it's interesting you say that because I've been watching this uh, series at the minute by a guy called Reubs, and okay. um, I linked it into the uh, chat earlier. He mm-hmm. he he remade the Simpsons Hit and Run, um, yeah. and it did that well online. Even the original game director um, or, yeah, or head of development or something. Well, yeah. no, he he said, "Lord, this is ridiculously impressive." Um, oh, wow, okay. so, so now he's remaking the game again but he's making it in Unreal Engine 5 and he's making it multiplayer um, open world so it's just one map and after watching how he's building it I would very much fucking like to make a game as well I think that would be a really really fulfilling thing to do uh, oh man but, yeah let me tell you after after having worked on games before like it's crazy how, how because when you think about it, right? I've worked. I worked on a team that had, uh, how many people? Like fourteen people. There was fourteen of us, I think. Um, and to see it go from concept to demo to finished product, and the collaborative effort, it's one of the most satisfying things I've, I've ever done in my life yeah. so far. Like hands down. And I always say to you guys, we should we should just like brainstorm some ideas and make a game, like just just for the sake of it. Like we'll just learn how to do it, because I genuinely think we could. Like it'd be it'd be really fucking cool to do. The, the coding bit interested me because like, I don't know yeah. anything to do with coding the games, but you'd think coding was coding. But he was like putting these boxes on a screen and then linking things to them. Um, yeah, so he was using Game Maker Studio, right? Oh no, he was using Unreal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say Unreal 5? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so there's like, that takes out the element of actually writing the code. Um, a lot of it is like, like, I don't know the actual term, but it's like a, like a web of stuff that you just, you link certain things to each things. Like, like a lot of, um, a lot of uh, some of the new development studio suites actually do that. Um, like Game Maker Studio, like that's why I brought, that's why I said it, because uh, I've actually done the same thing, uh, just in a different, you know, in a different engine. Although I'm tempted to look into Unreal. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to learn, bro. Like coding is just, it is. Well, that's why they call it a language, you know. But it, it, like, it's a whole different language. A lot, a lot of the stuff he was doing, I was like, oh, I could do that. But then, and not not yeah. arrogantly, just you know, like feeling inspired and not the drive to yeah, want to yeah. do something. But then yeah, yeah. there was bits where he was like, "So I couldn't get this to work, and I had to do some modifications to this." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. that's where it would end for me," because this guy's got like a lot of experience being a fucking game designer anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to, to see him remake The Simpsons, like Johnny, I really think you'd like that because I'm sure I've heard you talk about The Simpsons Hit and Run on the podcast before. Um. But that, that game, it looks absolutely stunning. And he's making it as like a hobby. So just yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Like imagine awesome. what an actual remake could look like, a proper one. But again, like it, I think that would be a really, really fulfilling thing to do, Coos. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, it's something that I've always like wanted to, like I've started and, and never finished like so many different game ideas. Like, you know, I get halfway through making it and I'm just like, I don't know how to do this thing. I look online, I can't find any tutorials and I'm just like, all right, forget it. And yeah, then I just yeah. kill it. I just kill the project. Um, which is a shame, but like what, what I've started to do recently is remind myself <laughs> of, so I don't know if anyone uh, who's listening knows this, but I did a, a video log series every day for a whole year. What was it called? I don't know. What was it called? <laughs> There's no point shouting it out. Cause Shout it's it out, bro. It's... I'm in it. Shout it out. What was it called? Uh, it was called Mother Vloggers. Yeah, it's a sick name, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I did that every day for a year. And even the days where I was ill or I had no motivation or I had a sad, like a really bad, sad day, I still did it. Um, and that was like a huge dedication and, and something that I was like... I can now use this inspiration to be, if I get if I get put off doing a project, I'd just be like, no, you did this before. Like you did it for a whole year. Like you can you can stick another three hours into working on this or figuring out what's wrong with this or whatever. Um, so yeah, like, you know, there's that. Um, and then there's like one last thing. Um, voice keeps breaking. What's going on? But I heard <laughs> puberty for the second time. Um, my my last thing, and it's a little bit, a bit <coughs> sad. Not sad, but like a little bit like lame. But like, I want to get to a point in my life where the people who I care about most can say that they're like proud of what I've done. Do you know what I mean? That's deep. Like that's that's a real that's a real sort of goal of mine. Like when when I when people who I care most about their opinions can say I'm really you know I'm really proud of you you've done some amazing stuff, like then I can be satisfied. Do you know what I mean? Because I put a lot of pressure on myself to do stuff and like be like work towards success and like you know I've had a lot of drawbacks and a lot of my projects have gone basically nowhere and. You know, well, I'm not going to give up on that. That's just the fucking nature of the fucking game. All of us have experienced. I mean, the so this really weird you said actually because uh, I think that's a really, really inspirational thing to say, bro. And I'm very confident that you'll do that. Um, not even being nice to you, I like just I've known you for a long time. I know you drive an ambition. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if something big happened for you very soon. Yeah. Um, but why does my voice keep going? Because you're getting sad, bro. <laughs> but one thing I, one thing I wanted to say because I can I couldn't feel this literally slipping out my fucking mind. That's it. Is if I was gonna make an album or build a game, I would like to. And this isn't talking. Well, it's, it's kind of so realistic. I would like to be able to do it where I wouldn't have to sit down and go, "How can I make money out of this to keep funding it?" Because that's where the business of creativity comes in. And, you know, I, I, I remember when I was a kid and I went to the studio for the first time, the fucking addictiveness of actually having my song on my phone. Or it, I don't think it was even phones back then. It might have been like my fucking Creative Zen MP3 player, which was an absolute incredible piece of kit. I remember those. Yeah. Um, like being able to listen to my own song. It just became so addictive. But there wasn't one part of me that sat down. Because, you know, when, when you make a game... Um, you either make the game 
in, in you know very very generalistic now not talking in depth because uh, it's a whole different chat but you you make the game with either the intention of it to sell a shit ton of copies or for people to spend money in it to continue development and make profit and that's kind of the same with with music because i always didn't sit down with anyone back in the day and go right then here's this ep we want to make but how are we going to get people to buy this so we can fund the next one it was more I just want to make an EP and get it out there and hope people love it. And if I could be in a situation where I could make an album or build a game and I wouldn't have to think about this needs to make money, it could literally just be like, this is something I've really wanted to do for a long time. I really hope you all enjoy it. I I believe that you will. And just put it out there as almost like an an appreciation of, of, of your love for that industry without the aim of this game's got to make money to pay all the developers and to fucking do all the promotion and to get sponsorships and be able to fund it and develop it and keep the fucking developer team there if bugs start to happen, do you know what I mean? That I, I, I would like to do something like that if I wouldn't like millions and millions just go, yeah, do you know what? I've always wanted to play something like this. Let's just fucking make it and put it out there without any intention, support it for a couple of years out of my own pocket and then without any intention of it actually making any profit if it does, great. I think that'd be a really, really cool thing to do. But I think that's that's kind of like where we've all what we've all met with our music journeys to a point, which is like you know, when does it stop becoming a very expensive hobby, and start becoming a fucking like you know just a, a fucking a fucking sink for for putting countless countless fucking thousands of pounds down. I mean, Koosh, you're, you're triple threat, bro. You know, you you can you can you're a performer, but you can also fucking make music, produce music. Whereas yeah. you know, like Johnny, you, you know, like fucking, I've I've heard some of the shit you've made and able to messing around. Like you, you've got that gift too. But for me, like I, I could definitely make music, but I was I was way more. I could definitely produce music rather, but I was more interested in writing. And when you have to rely on someone else to to produce, you know, usually it costs money, or you're doing it with someone. Because you believe in the project. And, you know, for most of my musical fucking journey, we had to pay people for those services, for recording time, for engineering time, for production time. Um, and then you'd fucking, not being a dickhead to anyone, but like, you know, you get a you get a fucking track made and then it's like, well, I could have gone and bought one for like fucking $50. Because why do I need the exclusive rights to this for right now? It's probably not going to go anywhere. And if it does go somewhere... A label will probably sign that song and make me remake it again anyway to re-release it. So I wish I would have known that shit back in the day. I would have saved so much fucking money, man. And and, and that's not talking about, about that's not talking. I just want to put this out there in case anyone listens to it. Like that's not talking about my before she calls journey, because like me and shout out to Harry, we we had a lot of love. Like you know, we really had a lot of love, and people looked after us. I'm talking about when I was still in high school. Like, I wish I would have known about that stuff. I wish I would have known how to go about that stuff because I, 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 could, I could have made so many songs before I hit college and, and perfected my craft because there's one thing writing songs and performing them down the park to your mates and, you know, everyone fucking going off, but there's a whole different art actually recording it and that, that's something that, like, you know, I wish I could have got better at that sooner. I think the thing is with... Um paying someone 
to produce it and everything like that instead of buying a song from whatever website it's not so for me i did uh something very similar to you it was being able to access a lot of different people as well yeah um like if i don't it's definitely doable and i know it's doable because uh goose has proven that um and i'm not just blowing smoke goose but you've managed to get songs on the radio which you've self-produced yourself do yeah. you know what i mean yeah it, man. Yeah. it wasn't for, for me it was again i don't know how to, i didn't know how to produce back in the day i do a little bit now to an extent um but not to a, a level where i would probably produce for uh i wouldn't want someone to pay me if that makes sense because i, I wouldn't be on that level but for me it was being able to access different people different contacts I wouldn't have been able to get onto radio. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to do festivals. I wouldn't have been able to do gigs. I wouldn't have been able to meet. Like, realistically, I wouldn't have met you, Moen. We wouldn't have done track together. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to. Uh, uh, what's it called? Fucking hell. Oh, support anybody on like big, big stages, bro. Like in forums and stuff. On like forum stages. This, all of this stuff for me is what I paid for um, yeah, and it yeah. was very professional whereas uh, what you're saying like I 100% agree with because we could have produced tenfold of what we did back in the day Yeah. but that's not me um, slagging anybody off because what, what has been produced for me personally uh, was fucking incredible for what it was back in the day and I know now that it would be done even better yeah, but um, God, sorry. But yeah, no, I was just saying. For so, for like, for me, it was it was more of a package in terms of being a musician and being a musician, a musical artist. It was having access to absolutely everything. Well, th- th- this is where like everyone kind of gets it twisted from my genre of music. You know, I grew up listening to rap music, and I wanted to become a rapper. And I know that probably sounds fucking stupid, but like I genuinely believe this was going to happen when I was in high school. Like I had nothing else in my mind. I was going to become a famous rapper somehow. And that's what I would teach my kids differently is like, you know, music should be a hobby that you're passionate about and you absolutely love and you've got every intention of it going somewhere, but work on something else to make fucking money in the meantime, just in case it doesn't work out. Um, and, you know, like, in, in the rap world, what a lot of people did, especially in America, is they made mixtapes. And the beats they got off the mixtapes, because they wouldn't usually sell the mixtape and make any money off it, it would just be to get your name out there. You could make countless of them. And that's what some of the UK artists did. I remember Benny Banks, he he dropped a couple of... That's why a lot of the time, I think a lot of mixtapes don't get released officially because there's so much trouble with copyright laws, probably, because... Like you probably use that beat without even asking. It's popped off in the streets, but you've made no money about it. no money off it. So who's coming to ask you about it? I'm not so that's how it goes, but that that could that should have been a viable fucking um, avenue for me when I was a kid. And then it was only meeting Harry, where he kind of you know, he's the one that changed my whole musical fucking landscape because he was like he was the one that said let's make a song together. Oh, that sounds really good. Let's really let's make a a YouTube video for it. He done a couple of thousand views in a week, which was ridiculous back to us back then. And he was like, okay, then let's go and actually perform this. 
come and support me um, at some of my events. I'll bring you out. Got really good feedback. That then led on to <clears throat> meeting our producer. I'm not going to shout him out because I don't know if he'd want me to or not. But um, he he looked after us the whole way through our musical journey. I've got nothing but fucking love for him. Um, and we paid him for the service, but I'm telling you right now, it was the best value for money I've ever got from from being in a situation where he could make things happen. You know, like we, we played we played Lakefest, and I know it was because of him. We got interviewed by BBC, our local area, and I know it's because of him. Um, and, and, and that's why, you know, music is such a fucking messy landscape, because it, a lot of the time it's not how fucking good you are, it's who you know and what doors can you get in through. And... It became really scary, you know, um, for me when we watched two local girls get signed by Warner Brothers and we was like, wow, you know, like that that's really fucking impressive. And they got dropped. And I remember looking at Harry in the studio like, how the fuck are we going to get through this door, man, if they've been dropped? Because they were younger than us. They had a much more broader genre. And we was... And it, honestly, it's a, it, it's a nasty fucking game. And I'm not... I'm not, not throwing shade on the music industry because you know it's, it's it's in my veins but you know like everyone in this room has been in the same situation we, we we've made music we've got it played on radio we've been supported by radio some of us here have had track of the week some of us some of us here have been actually into the studio and been interviewed that happened to me on two different occasions we you know like we've played I, I, i've done two fucking bbc introducing uh stages um, I, I did one with Seneso. Seneso was a fantastic journey as well. Um, that took me into an avenue I, didn't, I, w- I would never have even walked into. And I did Lakefest. Did, did you do uh, any introducing stages, Johnny and Coos? No. Um, I did uh, a BBC introducing set uh, in local area, and I did Lakefest. No, Lacoos, did you not do that? bro? That's blowing my fucking mind. Like you, you got oh, fucking trapped. I was asked the... to do. Yeah, I was I'm not surprised. Some, but I turned them down just because it, it just didn't couldn't work for me at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I'm, I've been making so, yeah. I've been making music properly for fucking ages now, and you boys saw the email I got the other day about playing somewhere in Oxford on BBC yeah. introducing again. So mm-hmm. again, like you know, it just goes to show that you can you can. You know, have these opportunities. You can have these opportunities happen, and you can get played on fucking radio. You can get supported by radio, but ultimately, you know, without without sounding like a fucking prick, where does it go? How many of us actually get picked up? There's only one person from our area that I know that has been picked up and really done something. And I swear his name is Loz Taylor. I could be uh, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I've never met the guy. I don't even fucking know him personally, but he's he, a nice guy. he, 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 he blew up, didn't he? Like fucking, he got signed and he went on to do amazing things. Apart, yeah, he's done, yeah, he's done quite a lot, yeah. And what's even scarier, you know, is like I, I would say that us three have been relatively successful in music. We just haven't really made any money out of it. But you know, yeah, like, for sure. and and that's where I became unstuck. I don't know about you two, like Coos, I, I wouldn't put you in this category because you make all your own shit. But uh, for me and you, Johnny, maybe, it was like, it costs so much money to make an EP, to record a music video, to, uh, you know, you have no fucking money left for promotion, and you wonder why your fucking songs don't get as many views as they should. And then they say strike while the iron's hot in it, 
It's not like it's going to take me another like fucking 10 months to fucking save up for the next DP. And then by then, the hype's died down again. So, you know, like, I really think that if you're gifted like Yuku, and you can make everything yourself. Um, but I, I'm I'm not blowing smoke up your ass either. I'm genuinely surprised you haven't been picked up yet. I'm, like, genuinely surprised. It's only a matter of time, isn't it, I suppose? Well, there's only, like I've said to you countless times, there's only one other person I know of that can do what you can do. Um, yeah. And he's doing very well. So I, mm -hmm. I, I would really expect the same to happen to you. Not even... It's mad, bro, because like, that person... Now, do you know what I will say? And, Johnny, you can back this up because we both know we're talking about. Like, neither of you really have got the best technology. In the sense yeah. of, like, the other guy... Um, he, he, he hasn't, like, fucking... He might have now. I haven't been in the studio for years. But when I was working with him, like, he... They didn't have like a fucking ridiculously expensive mark and i've been in studios before where the mocks cost like five or six k but the fucking sound that like both of you can create is just mind-blowing sometimes it's like it literally sounds like it would stack up against a professionally produced song in the sense of being in a studio with ridiculous equipment um it's a sign of a good producer not yeah. to even not even to just big myself up but like you have to be good at your craft to get a good like you could have the best equipment in the world and if you're not a good producer it'll sound awful yeah yeah it, it's it's so true and going, going back quickly to what johnny said um i, I never would have met you Coos, without music music is what brought That's all three true. of us together like, yep. music is the only reason we're here talking now because i picked my one of my um partners up from back in the day from a um house party and you were there yep and we That's got in, we got introduced and then the rest is history. And then yeah, I, I met you. We decided to start music together. Look, look, Johnny, did you reach out to me? Or did, how the fuck did we meet? Um, we were mutual friends of the producer we were working with at the time. And it was at literally at the same time. So I think we were... I knew Harry uh, through rugby. Um, and then obviously I saw what he was doing. Like I went to a few gigs that Harry did before I knew you. Um, then obviously just probably crossing each other in the in the studio rivals yeah. back in the day bro me and you <laughs> um but now i think it was just through just mutual acquaintances at first and then i was just like and I, I wanted a rapper on one of my songs and that's when i just was like fuck it i'll just i'll reach out i said to harry i'm gonna reach out to Moen, and uh i think i already reached out to you before i even sent anything to harry because i thought i felt like saying if he said, oh, well, let me speak to him, I wanted to just say, oh, I've spoke to him and he's sound. Yeah. Just to kind of, I wanted to get in there. Um, but going back to your original, original, original thing that you said, Coos, with about wanting your family to be proud of things that, that you're creating. Yeah. Again, I am, I, I genuinely am not, I'm doing this because I'm like, you're one of my best mates. And I'm, I wouldn't just say this anyway. We 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 vile to each other sometimes, but it's banter and it's, it's all banter. We yeah. all piss each other off. But yeah. the things that you do, like Moeny said, it is it, like I don't. So how can I put this? I can make a track and give up because I'm like, ah, oh, just it's it's just not it's just not going to go anywhere, or I need to spend time into it. You've perfected your craft. You've done your 10,000 hours. You've probably done tenfold that. But what I'm trying to say is that the things that you are creating, 
will get noticed and like there's going to be a project that you do um i don't know what that is but there is going to be a definitely a project that you do which you are going to make in the music in music industry and like well. that is an actual fact like I, I i know that for a fact because the things that you create like for example um the thing that you created last night yeah it's, yeah it's reached over 200 people within with no uh, yeah, that's marketing. gone down for some reason the, the the viewer count has gone right down i don't know why it's on 120 now well bro it's Still. regardless like the things that you can create professionally in a studio is an absolute joke like there's a project mm. that we will potentially pick back up again in the not so distant future i hope yeah that's um, happening that's happening when which, uh third when, member yeah 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 like back. that could potentially be that i think that could be the biggest thing i've done musically for sure um and it depending on what we do that it genuinely could take off bro and i you you said earlier i'm not trying to big myself up but fuck that like big yourself up bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're good at what you do, and like, like I said to Mo, like I picked Mo in for to rap for a reason because he's good at what he does. Yeah, um, there's like people I know that rap who Mo has worked with that I didn't want to even ask because I thought I know the best rapper that I know is him. Yeah. So fuck all like bigging yourself, bro. Just do it, man. Yeah, yeah. I Get appreciate that, that, man. Some very very kind words, and I, it does mean a lot. Very grateful for you to have uh, said those things. Really We're all going to make it, boys. We're all going to make it. We're going to be famous, wait, <laughs> I just want to get rich. Yeah, like, honestly, like, the biggest thing for me is just to be able to live comfortably doing something that I love doing. Like, that's genuinely, like, you know, that, that, that's my life ambition. That is why I genuinely believe, if possible and circumstances allow, you should have a hobby that you fall in love with and a job that can fund your hobby to the point where it doesn't become like your hobby is destroying you financially. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Um, but no, if if I, if I weirdly, if I became rich, I, I would vanish. <laughs> I wouldn't even want yeah. the fame. If I won 150 million, I would delete all of my social media. See, see the dialect, the black country twang is pinging me again. I would delete all of my social media accounts and I would disappear into the fucking mist. Obviously, everyone that I love would be looked after, but I I would not... No one would know. If I won the lottery and I said, you want to go public, I would say no. Yeah, same. 100%. Same, bro. Same, I, 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 I would never have a private number plate either. I wouldn't want people... I'm not, I'm not paranoid, but I wouldn't want people knowing my car when I drive through. I just yeah, want it to trust. be a normal car with a normal number plate. Yeah, 100%. 100% same. Like, I, I, you know, just buy myself a nice house, nice out my friends and family, and then that's it. I'm good. I'm set for life. I'll just go and do, do all the things that I love doing. Yeah, man. Well, I think that about wraps us up. I think that's uh, been quite a, an inspirational and interesting conversation that we've all had tonight. I'm just going to turn my fan off for this last bit so we get the clearest of audio. I apologise friends who are listening right now because uh yeah that fan has been on for me the entire time it is far too hot in the uk it's still 27 degrees uh which is just too too hot anyway enough moaning um yeah we, we've come to an end 
we, we've run out of lives and there are no continues. So with that being said, ladies and gents, I've been your host, Kusta. I've been joined by Moen. Yep, I'm still there. Fucking hell. I was zoned out then, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think the heat's getting to us all. He was spending his money on uh, his millions. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, do you know what? I was looking out my window, right? And there's something on the floor, like in the field opposite where I live. I can't work out if it's a rabbit lay down. I, I was gone. I was completely transfixed <laughs> on that. <laughs> well, we have been joined by Moan, uh, albeit, you know, partially invested. <laughs> and uh, and Johnny. Thank you for listening again, team. Yes, yes. So, friends, thank you so much for tuning in. We have been the Giggle Bites, and we will see you in the next one.